The following is a presentation of the Premier Dance Network. Hi everyone, Kimberly Falker here, the founder and CEO of Premier Dance Network. As the founder, I not only edit and produce each show, but I promote, market, and work directly with each host to put together top quality content for you each week. Right now, I produce eight shows and will be growing to ten within the next month. And many of you reach, have reached out to me to let me know how much you've been enjoying each of the shows. My goal is to continue to provide unique and valuable content and continue to grow the network to be a premier resource for all things dance. So first of all, thank you for reaching out to me, but I also want to talk to you about a great way for you to show your support for the eight shows on the network. It's super easy. You can pledge as little as $2 a month, and by doing this, you can become an official Premier Dance Network donor. And with each level you pledge, you'll receive a reward from me as my way of saying thank you. You can find the link right on the homepage. So if you are a fan of this show and believe in the value of growing a podcast network for dance, please consider showing your support. A little goes a long way. Just head over to premierdancenetwork.com and it's right there on the homepage. So again, thank you for considering your support. And let's get started with Barry in today's episode of Pod Chats. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for coming to chat. I am your host, Barry Corollis, and you are listening to Pod to Chat, Talking Dance on the Premier Dance Network. In this weekly podcast, I candidly offer educational conversations and thoughtful analysis on all things dance. With my vast background as a director, choreographer, instructor, and dancer, I am happy to share my 14 plus years of experience with you, whether you're a professional dancer or just listening in for an insider's look into our fascinating art form. So put your earbuds in, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's talk dance. This week is all out insanity for me with classes and master classes and summer intensives from Broadway Dance Center to Koresh Dance Company School, all the way to schools in upstate New York, the suburbs of northern New Jersey and the western suburbs of Philadelphia. I'm so happy to be really busy, but finding it a little hard to breathe <laughs> and find a few moments for myself. But have no fear, I'm still here floating around in podcasting land and happy to talk dance with you, even if only for a few minutes and not in the comfort of my own home or regular spots that I like to podcast from. The past few podcasts have gotten progressively longer, especially the last one, which has some very valuable tips for anybody running their own project or company to any dancer that is working on a freelance gig. This information is so important and valuable, so much in fact that one of my listeners in Southern California reached out to me uh, to let me know how valuable that they thought the information that I shared was. And beyond just being a dance enthusiast, this listener uh, actually happens to be an employment lawyer as well. So it was really nice to have the information that I shared validated by somebody who's pretty knowledgeable in that field. Uh, so I would suggest giving that one a listen. It's, I think it's really helpful and I'm actually really proud of that one. But bringing it back <laughs> to this podcast, I want to make sure that these podcasts are easy and useful for listening. So to maintain some brevity for those listeners who prefer briefer content, I'm going to introduce my new concept, the Flashcast, where I'll share a quick topic for your enjoyment. I don't know how often I'll be doing these, but I hope that you enjoy this quick format podcast. All right. So let's move forward into this week's flashcast. 
let's talk about different ways to audition for companies. A great handful of hopeful dancers have sensationalized images of dancers going to massive cattle call auditions where they compete against hundreds of dancers where only one or two get that big break. I'm not here to tell you that auditioning for a job is always like this, but here are a few different ways that dancers can actually get jobs. Since I've already mentioned the cattle call, let's start there. Yes, cattle calls are huge, thrilling, stressful, chaotic, and adrenaline-inducing. But these auditions are usually for the most inexperienced ballet dancers or for dancers more focused on Broadway shows and musical theater jobs. A cattle call is a great place to have your first handful of auditions as it gives you an idea of whether you're actually prepared to be putting yourself out there. If you are looking to get a job with a ballet company, you can see if you are a potential candidate by constructively comparing yourself to your competition. Generally, most dancers interested in Broadway shows have to go through a cattle call uh, or go through those cattle call circuits unless they're extremely established. And I mean extremely established. There are a variety of types of auditions which can usually be found on the Actors' Equity website and a handful of other websites. There are open calls which are open to anybody who wants a position. These are those calls that can last all day and are reminiscent of a chorus line. If you haven't seen that show, it's also a movie. You can check that out. So if you do one of these cattle calls, be sure to arrive early and be prepared to stay all day, although that isn't always how it happens. Uh, then there are closed open calls for dancers who already have their equity card, meaning that they've earned membership into the union. Uh, and there's usually a lot of dancers, but fewer than the open calls. If a dancer has an agent, they may also be able to get into an agent-only call, which is also smaller. Next up is the company class audition, which is mostly used by dancers trying to dance in a ballet, contemporary, or modern dance company. This type of audition is usually reserved for established dancers as a courtesy, but that doesn't mean an inexperienced dancer wouldn't be invited into class. The best way to set this up is to contact an organization's assistant to the artistic director or their company manager. And I always suggest taking class for more than one day, if possible, because you're now entering a place where the time is not specifically allotted for auditioning dancers. I remember when I auditioned for Boston Ballet, which where I was actually offered a position to dance with their company, and the artistic director, Miko Nisison, wasn't able to watch class on the first day. I was really glad that I asked to take for two days uh, so that I could be seen. Don't be afraid to try this way of auditioning, but be aware that you may be denied if you lack uh, significant experience. The last major way to audition for a job is the company or choreographer's workshop. Whether a weekend workshop or a week-long workshop or a summer intensive experience, many contemporary and modern dance companies want to get to know you beyond a few hours to assess what you have to offer. These workshops can be cheap to pricey and can vary in length, but are a great way and sometimes the only way to be considered for a company. I do like the idea of these audition shops because they give directors a chance to see your best qualities and to see how you handle failure in the studio versus giving you just one shot to succeed. And it also gives you a chance to audition the company and the leadership yourself. Though they can be quite expensive and there are often only one to two positions available um, for all that money and that time that you put into it. So you have to be really dedicated in order to attend these. There are a few other ways to approach auditioning like video and internet auditions, but these three options are the most common. 
So there we go. Here's your flashcast. A quick flash of helpful content for you to enjoy and learn. Remember, if there are any topics you'd like to hear me talk about, please feel free to reach out to me via my website contact page at www.barrycorollis.com. You can also reach out on there if you'd like to become a sponsor for our podcasts or to book masterclasses in ballet or contemporary technique, choreography, or speaking engagements. I hope you enjoyed listening in and talking dance with me. If you enjoyed this chat, please feel free to share, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes. Every bit of extra visibility helps keep these podcasts running. And if this didn't fulfill your dance fix, check out my sister podcasts on the Premier Dance Network. New hosts from your favorite dance companies are being added monthly. If you want to connect with me to see where I'm choreographing, teaching, and what I'm up to in my everyday life, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, where my name is Beat Corollis, or Twitter at Bariscos. Also, be sure to subscribe to my blog, Life of a Freelance Dancer, where I have been writing about working as a freelance artist for over four years. I also have two YouTube channels, Be Corollis, featuring my choreography, and Choreography, featuring my choreographic web series that tells the life-defining stories of professional dancers through revealing interviews and choreography. Thanks for listening in to Pod Chat. I hope you return next Friday to talk dance with me, and remember to go out and support your local dance scene. Thank you.